When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cuz, Cuzaroo, Cuzaroo, Slapperoonie. If you're gonna DJ with clips, man, you gotta know what you're doing. You gotta have somebody around who can do it. It's showtime. W A T P W A T P. Bag slappers and cuzaroos, welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show hosted by Carl and Vinny that's listenable. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man who's been spending his time in quarantine sitting around the house. It's Vinny Paulino, everybody. When I sit around the house, I sit all around the house, just like your fat mother. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, a link to our subreddit, a link to the Discord server, a link to our merchandise, and a link to our Patreon. We put out a bonus episode every single month. We had a great one this month where Dick Masterson and I talked to or talked about an ABDL podcast, Adult Baby, Baby Diapers. Diaper Lover. And this guy Shane Zane then called in to the Dick Show last week. And Dick asked him one of the greatest questions I've ever heard someone ask someone. What's that? He goes, So you host an ABDL podcast. You ever meet any weirdos? <laughs> I fucking <laughs> lost it. <laughs> I think I did a spit take. All right. Solid. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Crime Cats True Crime. This is a suggestion from Vinny. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other before, and let's get into it. This is a show that's hosted by Jackie and Jessica. It's a true crime podcast. Vinny, can you explain why we're doing this show? Spite. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, well, there's this really terrible hosting service called Podomatic. Yep. Yep. And uh, our other show, uh, the one that will not be named during this episode, because we're not trying to whore it too, too much. The creep off. The creep off uh, is number one in the true crime category on yeah, Podomatic.com. Ichiban. Yeah, baby. And uh, Crime Cats is number two. So yes. Spite. Just so, really rub it in there. So this show, in the true crime category on some fucking platform that has podcasting, is somehow ranked number two. Yes. Which tells me that there's only two, two true crime podcasts on Podomatic, right? <laughs> Correct. Okay, because I would hate to be the show that doesn't have as many listeners as this show. Right. That would be pretty fucking depressing. I'm going to put it to you this way. If you're number three, <laughs> just drown yourself. Let me start off. I wasn't going to go here, but this is at the end of the show. Let me start off with this clip because it... it it works perfectly what we're talking about. They talk about all the five-star reviews that they got. Yes. And this is the saddest thing I've ever heard. And um, thanks for everyone who has uh, been giving us five-star reviews. We I haven't don't think checked anybody it out else has. I did the other day. Nobody else. I did. I gave my, I gave our own. Gave... Hey guys, please leave us some five-star reviews. We're, we're this sad. So yeah. the, the one woman goes, thank you for the five-star reviews. She goes, no, 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 that was me. Uh, hey y'all, thank you for the five star reviews. No, it was me. I gave you five. I gave us our own selves a five star review. Oh, that's rough right there. Oh, they're really, really like how do I put this? 
so unaware of how stupid they are they when are, you listen to the whole thing. They are shockingly stupid. I can't wait to get into that. Do you have a clip that sums up the show for you, Vinny? Oh, I certainly do. I believe it's clip number 11. All right. Oof. <laughs> Perfect. This is an hour and 12 minutes, and that perfectly sums up the show. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Hey, uh, why don't you hit my clip number zero? I want you guys to hear what amazing opening music they have this for the show. This goes on forever, too. It, yeah. Hit it up. If it is dancing. I'm not. Why is this? What decade are we in? This is like PBS style. Like they're they're right now they're showing the town hall notes. Yeah, that, like town TV channel they used to have in the nineties. Yeah, it was like the public. Uh, yeah, the public access. Public access station. The public library will be open <laughs> from eight o'clock <laughs> till nine o'clock. I believe the name of the song is Royalty Free. <laughs> I believe that is accurate, <laughs> and it goes on and on forever. To get to what? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I'm over a minute. I feel like it was over a minute. Well, and then they get into it. So Jackie and Jessica are both good friends, and they get together to talk about these true crimes. Which, by the way, do do we need more of these fucking shows that read a Wikipedia page to me? Holy shit, As many as Seamus wants to produce, I mean, yeah, I'll listen to him, but these two. So they start off by talking about the most mundane, boring shit like the cat food that they're feeding their well, cats. But this is my first. Okay, I'll this, let you take Well, hold on a second. I just have to say this. This yeah. was my first inkling as to how stupid these two are. Okay. So I want you to hit my clip number one. Okay. This is something that they said that they're talking. She's just talking about her week. This is what she says. Go ahead. Carl. He's been throwing up like undigested food, kind of like every time he eats. So at first, I thought maybe it was his feeder. Now, he is her cat. Yes. This is the Crime Cat Podcast. Correct. And this woman sees that her cat is throwing up food, and she thinks the bowl is the problem. (laughs) I think it's maybe because of, like, the thing I'm putting the food in. Yeah, it must be the bowl. Obviously, it's not the food, or there might not be something wrong with the cat. That's funny. If if you have a restaurant and you give people food poisoning, you'd be like, it was the plates. Don't worry. We got rid of the plates. We're going to be good from now on. But then, check this out. Clip two, please. All right. I switched his food to daily feedings, but that didn't really help either. Oh! You don't say! You don't say! You switched it. With the, you switched the bowl and the time you fed the cat. Yeah. And it I tried everything. It did, everything I could think of to try. I and tried the cat's it. still throwing up all the time. Listen, you're not detectives, you two, is all I'm going to say. You're not detectives. That was out of the gate, Carl. That's out of the gate. And then they get into the type of cat food that they're feeding their cats. He is so much better. Yeah. Like, he hasn't done it. He doesn't throw up anymore? No, not once. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about, uh, that's grain-free, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, I've heard a lot. Pepper doesn't have grain-free. She does have grain-free food. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Can I also say, yeah. the show is supposed to be about Catherine Knight, a cannibal killer. Yes. And we're talking about their cat's food. Yeah. And dogs. Yeah. And their weekend. And the weekend getaway that they had. Now, this show came out in February. So this is, while people were still living their normal lives in Alabama, sure. they probably still are now, too. But this is also <laughs> back when they were doing that. Yeah. More cousin fucking now, though. <laughs> right. All at home. You got an excuse now. But they're so they're so not aware of how bad they are. Play clip three. This is they actually think this is good. 
lots of tangents on this episode, but it's that's fun. the best part, though. You know, you get to hear, hear about opinions, how we you get to know us. So yeah, it's getting getting to know our craziness. Yeah, lucky us. I I pulled that too because they they go off on these tangents that really nobody cares about. Back to the story. Anyways, <laughs> we got off on a tangent. Yeah, we did. That school pissed us off. My kids go to that school now, yeah, so. But, you know, Little it's crazy. My Ezekiel. kids go to the school I went to elementary school that in. That is crazy. She goes, it's crazy. My kids go to the same school that I went to when I was a kid. No, a lot of boring people don't leave their hometown. That's not crazy at all. No. You're just a boring nobody who probably still lives in the same house that you grew up in. Just a different room. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm in the master bedroom. Oh. Moving on up. All right. I want to talk about how dumb these people are. Please. <laughs> I've been waiting to get this because not only are they bores, yes. they're absolutely fucking stupid. Well, they're not qualified to read a Wikipedia page, too. No. They don't do prep work. They're going to read this one wiki page, which, by the way, I was reading along with them during the show. I, don't know I looked it that. up, too. Yeah. I was just reading it. It was just word for word. Like, yep, now they're going to talk about this. And she's acting like she's telling you the story. You're reading an internet. Song. Now, our podcast is good. We do all of our research on the internet. <laughs> yeah, so this is a, an example of their terrible prep work. She can't even pronounce the name of the people who are featured in the story. Barbara had been married to a man named Jack. And I'm... Uh, his, the way his last name is spelled is hard to say, so I'm going to say Rohan. That's, uh, that's how I would. Um, and they lived in a small town of Aberdeen, which is in New South Wales, uh, Australia. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. Hit my We're clip boring, four. everyone. Hit my clip four. This yeah, is another good right. example of that. She's actually pretty unsmart, actually. That's my favorite. Yes, it is. When I saw you had that clip, I just saw the name of it. I was like, all right, good. But he's got this one. Yeah, I mean, they're just, they said the word, this lady, she's just unsmart. She's actually pretty unsmart, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Idiots. That's incredible. That is something that a Simpsons writer would come up with. That is so brilliant. So Uh, this is, she doesn't know how to pronounce most things that are on this wiki page. Here's another example of that. And I think that's how it's pronounced. Not super sure, but we're going to go with it. Well, that's retarded. I don't know. Maybe you could look at another source or listen to one of the 15 podcasts that have also been about this Catherine Knight woman. I went on that wiki page. Did you look at the bottom of it? Tons of shows. It lists every single podcast with the episode number and everything. There's already talked about the show. It's like, we don't need you to read this wiki page. We've already had 15 true crime podcasts. Read this wiki page to people. Okay, really? and I know you want to tell anecdotes from high school in the middle, but that doesn't add to the story. No, it actually just subtracts. From How it. do you make cannibalism boring? Yes, ask the crime cat. Yes, Th- thank you. That's a really good point because I knew what was going to happen, and it took forever to get there. And they go through every fucking detail and minutia of this woman's life growing up. And the fu- let me play an example of that. This is talking about this woman's father, Ken was a raging alcoholic who openly used violence and intimidation to rape his wife, Barbara, up to 10 times a day. That's awful. And many times in front of their children. Okay. I don't know who's fact-checking on this show. You don't rape someone 10 times a day. That's that's not a thing. Like, a rapist doesn't rape 10 times a day. That's not how that works. Well, if you knew Barbara... (laughs) He was raping his wife 10 times a day, according to these fucking... Idiots. This is before Blue Chew, by the way. Use the promo code OP. That's O P I E on Blue Chew. 
there, there's no way this is happening. Why are they just reading this? And then they explain how this screwed up her. Wait a second. The, the code is Opie? Opie. O-P-I-E. Opie. Opie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is talking about this girl who grew up in a household where her mom was getting raped in front of her 10 times a day. And then she grows up later and has a question for her mom about sex because that's the person you want to ask. Are they like hobbits with breakfast? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's time for nude rapesies. Like, what are they doing in this yeah. house 10 uh, times a day? It's nonsense. Anyway. Later in life, she once complained to her mother that one of her parents or one of her partners wanted her to take part of, in a particular sex act she did not want to do. And Barbara told her to put up with it and stop complaining. Wow. So let me translate that. She just said her boyfriend wanted anal. So she went to her mom and said, Billy wants anal. What should I do? Who's having that conversation and with the, the mom? Was in the process of being raped <laughs> yeah. the eighth time of the day. Just Don't, give him anal. Just fucking do it. <laughs> do you see what Christ. I'm putting up with over here? <laughs> Boy, I can't believe I raised such a prissy, prissy girl. I, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with this podcast as much as I have a problem with this fucking wiki page. Like, this shit is <laughs> nonsense. There's no way this is real. Uh, Carl, the other part about this is, yeah. like, can I just talk more about their dumbness? Yeah, like, yeah. Just, I got just a lot more on that. Just mundane, yeah. stupid things Let's they say. Use uh, number five. Listen to this. Listen to this sentence, folks. She attacked him first, this teacher. I would beat the living shit out of her. And how did she not get, like, you know, suspended? Expelled. 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 How do you not get suspelled? How, how did she not get How did suspelled? she not get suspelled for all the problems she had in school? <laughs> These fucking people. <laughs> They're so stupid. Do you want me to play a real quick example of uh, their stupidity? Yes. They have a hard time with this word. Who experienced uncontrollable murder, murderous. Murderous? Murderous. That's a weird word. She experienced rages. Murderous is a weird word. On a true, true crime, crime podcast. podcast. What is the fuck is this word? Murderous. Who's ever heard of such a word? Uh, everyone. So let me let me. The answer is everyone. Let me say this. <laughs> Why do they make the woman who can't read read the wiki page? It's so mean. Not she can't o- fucking read. Not only are they stupid, Carl. They try to be funny. Oh yeah. And when they try to go for the jokes, none of the jokes are funny or mm, land. No. Try number eight. Oh boy. In 1973, she met her first husband. David Stanford Keller. Kellett. 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 1-800-Kellett. He also worked with her at the slaughterhouse. Oh, I thought you were about to say he also worked for 1-800-Kellett. We were having so much fun a minute ago. Can I play you another example yeah. of, their, of their big laughs? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. another big joke that they have. When, when I'm researching this, I kept thinking... Barbara and Ken. Barbie, Barbie and Ken. Ken. <laughs> How about my number nine? Hold on. Before we gloss over that gem where they crack each other up, it's not Barbie and Ken. It's Ken and Barbie. Correct. And do you know why it's that way? Because this is fucking America. Because men are more important than women. <laughs> Correct. All right. What did you number want nine. Number <laughs> nine. Another joke. David was prone to fistfights. Whenever oh, I thought went. you said fist bites. <laughs> like, that's an odd thing to be prone to. <laughs> that, whatever, man. He was just biting fish. Wow. Wow. Don't forget to give them a five-star review. <laughs> Don't forget that. I know I did. <laughs> Holy shit. And Vinny, I didn't want to bring this up, but your wife is from Alabama. Oh, yeah. So you 
know these people. Yeah, she translated this whole thing for me. <laughs> no, no, that's actually a really funny joke, Vinny. Let me explain to you why. Who's biting a fish, Vinny? <laughs> Who's biting a fish? Uh, how about number six? I like this one, too. This is a good example of just things falling flat. And she actually, to this day, maintains that his ghost, his ghost visits her on a regular basis. Which, okay. That's a little creepy. I mean, I don't know about, I don't know. That stuff is like, oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) This show is fucking the worst. When when a ghost is visiting you. A boast, Carl, a boast. Yeah, a boast. It's a little creepy. I don't know. Whatever. Can I? I don't know. I have the clip right after that. Yeah, go ahead. Where this woman explains her hot take on ghosts. I think we How got into my in the, in the jail. I think we got into my opinion about all that shit in one one other yeah, episode. I mean, I believe in ghosts. I think they're real, but uh oh, retard alert! Retard alert! So, so you're telling me that this southern woman from Alabama who can't speak well and is uneducated believes in ghosts? I believe. No in, way. I've been haunted by spooks. <laughs> I just got to put on this robe and scare those spooks away. Boo! <laughs> All right. Um, this woman has a really hard time pronouncing the name of the high school that Catherine they, Knight went to. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, in high school, she attended Moleswell. No, no. Nope. Let me try this again. Moleswell Brook. <laughs> Moleswell Brook High School. And then later on, it happens again. Musselwellbrook. I just can't say that. It's it's spelled incredibly weird, but it's Musselwellbrook, I think. Anywho. It's not spelled weird at all. It's Musselwellbrook. Musselwellbrook. She keeps putting owls in there and saying muscle, and she, you're just a moron. She's like, why is it spelled so weird? It's, like, it's actually phonetic. It's a word. It's just a word. Like <laughs> yes. you, just, you just read it. <laughs> there's no silent letters there's there's no kind of trickery going on here we're not trying to trick you i i, I mean there's no preparedness to this oh i feel like they just like pulled up the wikipedia oh, page yeah. before they right before they sat down to record correct and then when the other woman asks a basic question her co-host has no idea what the answer is she actually assaulted one boy with a weapon. Ooh, what kind of weapon? Does it say? It doesn't say. I don't know. She's not an expert on the subject. You do, you know who you're talking to, right? You're talking to an idiot who has a laptop. Right. Oh, what kind of weapon was it? How would I possibly know that? I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page. Uh, it says a morning star. <laughs> and it just says weapon. Yeah, fucking it's like we're not bringing in someone with expertise in this field. And then they go on to try to figure out what that weapon could be and listen to how dumb this is. There's a number of things that are stupid about this. She's in like in gym class and like attacks him with the, what are those things that, with the little nets on the top? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Lacrosse? Yeah. Isn't that something they Or badminton? Are we talking about? I was talking about the little thing. Yeah. It's like a, a, a net. and they, That's a lacrosse, lacrosse. stick. Yeah, that's or, really I don't popular know, over there. Yeah. Isn't it? Or rugby is really popular over there. I suppose. This is in Australia is where all this happened. And she says, she probably used a lacrosse stick, because that's really popular over there, right? Sure, sure. Nope, nope, it is not. Lacrosse is not a sport in Australia. Really? And they go, well, rugby is. Correct. Rugby is. Yep. No sticks involved. Correct. Zero sticks involved in rugby. It'd be hard to find a weapon from a rugby game to use to assault someone. Correct. 
by like I'm trying to picture rugby in my head right now, and it took me a second. I feel stupider listening to this show. It's the football looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have scrums. You'll be shocked to know that these two went to high school together. Huh. Oh, you don't say, really. People huh. in Alabama are still friends with their friends from high school. Oh, they, they are all friends. They, they see each other anywhere. at the reunion every other weekend. At the <laughs> right. Fucking Piggly Wiggly. And so they get off on a tangent about a name of a teacher. And then this teacher would walk past Mr. and like, Rosado? your not tucked in. I don't remember. The one with the mustache? No, it was always this, with the, mustache. the mechanical math teacher that talked like a robot. Oh. Because oh, my, oh. My locker Professor was- Mama. Yes! Coach Mama! Coach Mama! Oh! <laughs> Coach Mama If y'all didn't catch on, we also went to high school team. together. Yeah, we did. Who was this for? The cats. Who? She's doing, doing it for the <laughs> cats. It tells you in the title. Crime cats. Crime cats. It's not for people. It's not for people. People will be born out of their mind listening to this, yeah. but cats, they don't know any better. No, nope, they just lick themselves and sleep during the just whole thing. Just hearing sounds. It doesn't matter if you're talking about your gym class from high school or this woman who murdered people in the 70s. It doesn't matter. Yep. Whatever. Nope. Figure it's it out. the cats and the one dog. <sighs> Carl, they're terrible. They're terrible. There's a certain part here where there's just... An unexplained noise that happens during the show. And the show sounds like hot garbage. Yes. you. We sound great right now Correct. in comparison. Correct. These two are yelling into the same laptop they're reading off of. Yes. Agreed. Contemplation in a civilized society. She was the first woman ever to... Do they have a mic in the litter box? Is that, is that what's going on here? It sounds like a cat is taking a dump and burying it <laughs> during that fucking clip. Oh, and then more like just nonsense. You know, you know when people are dumb when they hear a word and they connect something totally random in their brain to that word and they have to say it. Like yes. most people just don't say it. Sure. Apart from her own twin, the only person Catherine actually liked in her entire life was her uncle Oscar who was a champion horseman what's my dad's name Oscar mm-hmm. hey I didn't know that really yep wow who <laughs> fucking cares no my real daddy <laughs> why would anyone possibly care about that Oscar's my real daddy holy shit alright this is Nathan's dad mama's second husband this is a part where this woman pretends she doesn't know this story and does this like crazy like whoa reaction to this thing even though she attempted to kill him on their one day into marriage the marriage actually went on to last for 10 more years <laughs> 10 more years after he was almost killed on their on their <laughs> marriage night or wedding night Jackie's really trying to sweeten that one. She's she doing like a, a spit take on it. Like, whoa, did you just hear about this for the first time just now, Jackie? No, because at the end of the show, she says this. I love that story. Yeah. Every time I hear it. Bananas. Every time I hear it, I love that story. Yeah, because it's on every other true crime podcast. We need more murderers because there's too much, too many shows and not enough content. It's B-A-N-A-N-A-S, Carl. It is fucking bananas. There's so many things wrong with this show. Yep. Um, let's talk about more of them. Yeah, let's talk about how they're wrong in everything they say. Okay. Uh, how about number seven, I think? Eileen Warner. Yeah, 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She became the prostitute that killed her victims. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just talking about the lady that Charlize Theron played in that movie Monster, Eileen Wernos. Okay. (laughs) And first off, her last name isn't Warner. You're a moron. Secondly, and she was the prostitute that killed her victims. I think you meant clients. Of course, they are victims. victims. (laughs) You fucking imbecile! Can you believe this person's killing all the victims? Yeah, like yes, how that works. They have such like no knowledge base. I didn't even pick up on that. There's no knowledge base for any of these Uh, famous true crime stories. They don't know what they're talking about. It's fucking great. Uh, Let's talk about other things that they find fascinating that are not important at all. And this is again when you're reading a wiki page. These are things you might think about. But do some prep and actually just tell the story. On March 6th, 1980, they had another daughter named Natasha Marie. And they spelled Marie really weird. That's my my baby's middle name. I don't have a baby yet, but it's going to be her middle name, Marie. They spelled it M-A-R-E. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? If I had a baby, I'd name Like, what is that Yo, sentence? What was that? She... Had to explain how the name was spelled, the middle name of this child that has no significance to the story, and then explain that she likes that name, but she would spell it differently if she used that name. I think true crime fans are dolts. I think they might all be idiots. Yeah. It's, it's hard no to wonder we're number, number one, one. I was going to say, no wonder we are number one, sir. Um, it's interesting that this other woman, the woman who doesn't do a lot of the talking, her name is Jackie. And Jackie's a couple of years older than sure. Jessica. Jackie has kids. Jessica does not. Jackie actually talks about, maybe I should back up and talk about Mardi Gras real quick. <laughs> Poor shit. All right. <laughs> She's giving us a real lesson here, folks. Oh, boy. I just, listening to this woman say the word titties gives me a reaction that is not pleasant. Sure. Throw me some moon pies, but I'm not going to show you my titties. Heck No. Maybe like nineteen year old Jackie. Yeah. Nineteen year old Jackie did. Oh, did you? But yeah. <laughs> but I'm a mom now. You know? Gotta be responsible. <laughs> Me being in a downtown mobile showing my titties isn't one of those things no. that I'm gonna be doing anymore. Go downtown mobile. <laughs> and the only reason why I had that reaction is because They are ugly. <laughs> I mean, I think I think they explain it really well when they say, "Yeah, they're ugly." I'm all about send uh, her husband that blue chew code, would you? Well, the funny thing is, is that this woman whose boyfriend is Rob, she talks about that a lot. Yeah, Did you yeah, know that yeah, she's yeah. dating a guy named Rob? Yeah, he has not committed yet. He hasn't committed yet, and she explains that she's been married twice before. I can't say she anything. Left I have him. two ex-husbands, so. One for each titty. She's 32 <laughs> years old. She says, when I was 19, I would show my tits, but that was 13 years ago. So I did the fucking, ma- I pulled out the calculator. I, yeah. I needed my fingers. She's 32 years old. She's twice divorced. And she's dating this guy named Rob. And guess what she wants from Rob? And I can't even get a man to propose to me right now. Well. Cooling on the fucking marriages, lady. You're, it's not working out for you. Cooling on the marriages, lady. <laughs> it's, it's just dating him for a while. See if it works out before getting the fucking law involved. Gonna get the state involved in your shitty relationship? Stop I, it. I imagine she's not good at paperwork either. So, yeah, you're probably right to cool it. Yeah, and then they go on to explain that they should be getting hooked up all the time. So, okay, I just want to, like, sometimes, like, okay, before I met Rob, 
it was hard for me to even get a date. Right? Like, I had struggles. How? And we're beautiful, okay? <laughs> On the inside. I don't know. I looked them off. Did you look? Did you look at their no, Facebook page? No, or I didn't. They're fine. I, didn't. A couple, I picture a couple of Mama Junes. I'm just being a dick. Uh, here's another example of terrible reading. And this is what happens when you read a wiki page word for word. You add in all of these details that do not matter. Right. If you're reading it, it's fine. But if you're broadcasting on a podcast, you don't need to go through these things. So give this a listen and tell me if any of this has any significance. Later, she arrived at Pricey's house where he was sleeping. And she sat and watched television for a little bit before taking the shower. She then woke Pricey and put on her lingerie. What is this? Um, so she then she wakes Pricey, uh, and she's wearing the lingerie, and they have sex. That was 30 seconds. Yeah, but what did she watch? <laughs> that was 30 seconds. She went to his house and had sex with him. Yeah. That's it. That's, it. That's all we needed to know. That's all we got from that. Sat on the bed, watched television, took a shower, put on lingerie. Then she confused herself. She couldn't figure out what she was reading. Crown cats. I don't know if you caught this, Vinny, but by the end, did you listen to the whole thing through? I don't blame you for that. I didn't. tried so yeah, hard. No way. No I, fucking I way. I understand. There was some skipping. I'm not going to lie to I you. understand. Even they're bored. Listen to how Jessica is reading the story by the end of it. You could tell she's lost all the momentum that they had in the beginning when they were talking about the dog chewing the mic cable. That's yeah. when they were excited. Then they start reading a wiki page for over an hour. They're like, oh. Well, sometime later, she had arranged the body with an arm draped over an empty soft drink drink bottle with the leg with his legs Ew. crossed. And she's like falling asleep while reading this article at this drink point. Drink bottle. Fucking idiots. Oh, boy. Do you have any other clips on the show you want to talk about? Uh, you know, there was a lot of this. Hit number 10. <laughs> oh. Just yeah. noises like that through yep. the whole thing. Peppering in and out. Just yep. really gross. Just two gales catching up. Uh, one of the worst shows I've ever listened to. That's why my summation is absolutely correct. All right, I got uh, a couple more clips here. Oh, why? This is them talking about... I'm as excited about their show as they are. This is them talking about accents. I can't do all... I can't do accents I can't do accents either. Is that one of the funnier things you've heard? I don't know about you, Vinny, but I don't do accents. I can't do no accents. (laughs) Uh, I love their sign-off, too. I try to do British. I just end up sounding retarded. (laughs) Yup, and they did do that. Fresh your drink, governor. (laughs) Uh, so this is their sign off and I don't know about you but I think we might want to rip this off well thanks again for listening and stay spooky (laughs) stay spooky you just talked about a woman who murdered her husband and then cooked him and Uh tried to feed the, the guy to his kids yes which is not spooky this is not a ghost story. No, it's not talking loud in the movies. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. It was, yes, you did. I was just thinking of something I didn't else say I that. That was you. I was, was thinking of another joke that someone told me yesterday, and I just remembered. That was you doing a video accent. I just remembered that, about was that. You, that was you who said it. So, Jackie's boyfriend, Rob, who hasn't proposed to her yet, 
Now remember, he's dating a woman who's been married twice and has kids already. And if that weren't enough, she also nags him about getting more and more dogs. Backstory on this, I saw this post and I tagged Jessica in it about this dog. And then I immediately texted Rob, which if y'all don't know, he's my boyfriend. And I'm like, can we please have this dog? And he's like, mm, we already got two together. I don't know about another one. And I'm like, okay, sad face. She sounds like a terrible girlfriend. We got two dogs. Can we get a third dog? Like, you have fucking two kids. We have two dogs. You're not attractive. Like, what are we doing here? There's something about Alabama women and dogs. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I have three at my house. Yeah. I just her <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. Get whatever you want. Yeah. You just go along with it. I don't have kids, though. That's the best part of it. That's a plus. You're not allowed to leave your kids in a crate when you leave the house. That's certainly a plus. All right. Well... I got to say that the Crime Cats True Crime Show is very similar to almost every other true crime show we've done hosted by two women. Okay. They're all the same. Correct. They are like really good friends who have all these inside jokes and giggle with each other about nonsense that no one could possibly care about while they read a wiki page. And it's not good. It's not good content. That's why you're number two, ladies. That's why you're number two and creep off. Number one, baby. All right. Let's talk about... My newest podcast. Do you know about this? You have a new, new podcast? I do. You're going number three now? Peapod. Peapod? So Kai and I talked about it last week. We came up with the idea of doing an Anchor.fm podcast. We wanted to find out, can you make money just putting out fucking nonsense? And you can. You're kidding. So we have a show. It's on Anchor.fm slash Peapod. We've already had 1,200 total plays. And made $7.99. Congratulations. Since launching on Sunday. Yeah, there's already like 32 episodes, something like that. It's just us peeing. It's me, Kai, and Doug from Who's Right. Just peeing. And uh, we do an ad read for Anchor.fm. While you pee? While we pee. And I'm, I'm telling you, Vinny, there is something so wrong about Anchor. It doesn't make any fucking sense. This, this is not a business model. This can't be. They're paying us to piss and post it on the internet. Yep. This can't be a viable business model. Well, she, I think you guys stole that from Seamus's Poopod that he does. I think so. Well, I wanted to find out firsthand what's going on because Seamus talks about how every time you download his show, he makes money on it. So I had to do this investigation, and now I know all the math behind it. I'm much better informed, and okay. I have clips from Patrick Michael talking about that. Uh-huh. But before we do that, Okay. I'm fascinated by this. You just spoke my language. That was a good tease, wasn't it? That was very good. But before we do that, we have to talk about this. Opie is now doing the Vic Henley tour. Where he wants to eulogize his buddy Vic Henley, who passed away recently. Uh, Vic, the guy who didn't do his show for quite a while and kind of avoided him for the last few months of his life. Yes, that Vic. Okay, that's, that's the Just one. Just curious. Yeah, that's the one that we're... Vic only came back to Opie when he was plugging his uh, comedy show, new new album. Yeah, the new album that he dropped. Yeah, Hell Is Real. All right, man, I'll come and do your show, but you know I'm gonna die right after. So Opie did a show where he interviews Vic's neighbor. This guy named Judd Jones. And Judd Jones is not just Vic's neighbor. He's also an aspiring comedian 
who tours with Vic Henley or toured with Vic Henley. They would do shows together. Mm-hmm. The show starts off with a sappy song done by that guy. Remember Joe Selvia? He used to be the producer when Opie actually worked for a company. Before okay. Western One said, oh, this is embarrassing. We don't want okay. you on our platform anymore. No, I did not remember him at all. But. So that guy is a musician. Him and this guy on Twitter who plays guitar put together this song. It has the Sweet Home Alabama riff in it because that's where Vic Henley's from. Wow, there's a fucking theme today, isn't there? My eyes are rolling. Just... And then it's the sappiest fucking song you've ever heard. And they play, this is three minutes long, they play the entire fucking and thing. And you lived your life like Caesar leaves in the wind. <laughs> See, that would have been funny. So they play this entire song at the beginning of the podcast and again at the end of the podcast. Here's a little clip of that. Shadows are falling and I'm running out of breath. Keep me in your heart for a while. If I leave you, it doesn't mean I love you any less. Keep me in your heart. Do you know what that song is? No. That's a Warren Zevon song. That's the song that was on that album that he put out when he found out he had cancer. Oh, is that what that is? That's, that's the Warren Zevon tune that I think he did on Letterman. Oh, so they didn't write that song? They did the way, not write the that song. The way Opie made it sound was like they, they created this song for Vic. So they must have just recorded that. No, they took a fucking karaoke track and then okay. they sat an asshole sing. Oh, God. That yeah, that's what the Warren Zevon's like. Keep me in your heart for a while. Ugh. Absolutely. Ugh. I hate it. It's, not it's no the, werewolves of London. It's no. That's for fucking sure. It's no roll in the headless Thompson gunner either. Uh, all right. Let's talk about this guy, Judd Jones, who Opie is talking to on the show. How bad of a standout is Judd Jones? Here's the answer. But yeah, man, he was, uh, you know, nothing but cool to me and introduced me around all the clubs and introduced me to everybody. And I got to open for him. He opened for Vic Henley. That's how bad a comedian mm. Judd Jones is. He was mm-hmm. Vic's opener. No, no, no. Vic Henley's the opener, dummy. You're doing this wrong. <laughs> well, I was the MC. He was the feature. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably true. Let's talk about when Opie first met Vic Henley. You know, when somebody passes away who's your good friend, mm-hmm. you probably think back to all the fond memories you have. Sure. And like, I remember when that person entered into my life. Uh-huh. And I remember him telling the story about Carl Ruiz. Because Guy Fieri had brought Carl on to the Opie and Anthony show with them, and then they just hit it off. And next thing you know, Opie's paddling around with Carl Ruiz. Bumming off of him for subs. So he's probably got a similar story with Vic Henley, you would think. And you know, it's funny, you, know. you, um, you mentioned the first time you, you met Vic. I, uh, I honestly don't remember the first day I met Vic. Um, I was doing radio. I believe he just came in like uh, a million other comics. So he made uh, zero impression on you. Uh, he bombed on your show. Wasn't funny at all. You don't remember him. That's really... But when the divorce happened, he's the only one who would answer his phone. Uh, hold on a second. That tells you a lot, Did, did he it? interrupt this guy telling his stories about touring with Vic to tell him, by yep. the way, when <laughs> yeah, I, met him, him. I don't remember him at all. <laughs> I don't even know Let me tell you, that's Opie's problem. And the problem is he has to make everything about him. He can't just let things hang. He always you takes think? it back to him. And for no reason, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Even when he's talking about... Vic, he has to make it about him. 
I was at the top of the mountain uh, in the radio world. I sure. I, was, I wasn't fucking happy. I mean, I got a I got a damn good life because of it and stuff. But you know, I'm having more fun now talking to way less people, making way less money, and uh, that's one of my favorite clips ever. Opie's having so much fun talking to nobody and making no money. It sounds like a good time. Sounds like a really good time. Hey, there's also these crime cat ladies. They seem like they're having fun too. And this Judd guy's like, hey, listen, man, if you ever need anybody to come and be your co-host, I'll be glad to. Oh, dude. I bet you this kid is all over it. For sure. For sure. He I can't wait for it. New York City to open back up again so that he can be like, hey, because he even says, we got to get together at Gebhard's again, man. We got to get together. It's like, okay. Uh, I don't think you want to ride those coattails. That's not they're, the- they're going in the wrong direction there, buddy. But this guy, Judd, has podcasting totally figured out. Dude, it's a simple formula, dude. If people are having a good time talking with each other and, and talking shit and telling stories, that's going to be interesting to people. They're going to you know, want to listen to that. Jane, you ignorant slut. Wrong! Completely wrong. Wrong! This is the entire problem with Opie, is that he thinks that people want to listen to his conversations with his idiot friends. And even as wrong as this kid is, he that would make Opie's show better, as opposed to making like when people having a good time telling interesting stories instead of people nodding politely to Opie telling them nonsense about himself. And Opie... Even this kid is like, you're doing it wrong, Opie. Professional broadcaster Opie. You'd think the one thing he'd be good at is segues into an ad read. He's been doing this for decades. Listen to the segue into a Blue Chew spot. (laughs) Oh, Judd, I I wanted to ask you about uh, Blue Chew. Are you you a boner guy? (laughs) I have that as an ISO. Are you a boner guy? Are you a boner guy? What's your take on boners? You pro boners or anti boners? Like, what's you? What do you think? Oh, I thought his answer was like, "Are you gay?" Like, is what I thought that meant. Like, I didn't know what that meant. I gotta do this ad read for Blue Chew. Are you a boner guy? Right. And Judd, being terrible at what he does, says, "Well, I don't need that kind of thing. I I can get it up, no problem." Oh good. Dummy, this is an ad read for Blue Chew. The thing you're supposed to say is yes and. Yeah, I'm a boner guy, and I love Blue Chew. Give me some boner bells, baby. You get yourself some Blue Chew, your dick will be stiffer than Vic Henley and Carl oh. Ruiz. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Let's talk about his ad read fail. He's talking about some CBD product, opiates. And the whole point of, you've done this for many years. When you get a sponsor, you explain the product as if you enjoy it yourself. Correct. The whole point is that you're endorsing mm-hmm. what they do. And Opie's trying to do this and fails miserably. Judd tries to help him out and also fails miserably. And I swear okay. to you, I feel like I'm thinking clearer when I'm on the, the CSS5. The ECS5. <laughs> I guess I'm not ECS5. thinking that clear. See, well, you're so relaxed <laughs> that you fucked it up right there. Oh, <laughs> Judd Jones, that's why you're the best. Opie should not be is that promoting why? any products that make him think better. That's not going to work. No one's going to buy it. He should be taking them until he finds ones that work. Right. That's what he should it's be like doing. You, guys, you guys are going to love this product. It makes you a good broadcaster. Like, oh, I go bullshit. Ah, I don't ah, think he does that. Nope. Oh, boy. That's why you're the best, Judd. You That's will, why you are opening for Vic. You will be shocked to find out that Judd had a conversation with Vic Henley's mom. Huh. And Vic Henley's mom... Very disappointed. <laughs> Thinks very highly of her son, Vic. Oh. She said that Vic uh, 
photographic memory, which makes sense. He would never say that, but he had a, he had a crazy memory. But she said he had a photographic memory. Right. She she said that when he was in the second grade, the school wanted to move him up to the sixth grade. Wow. Okay. That's bullshit. <laughs> Correct. Well, Alabama. In, Alabama, hold on. In what world does it make sense to bring a second grader into the sixth grade? Is this Doogie Hauser? His mom was like, he remembered every one of my ten rapes every day. <laughs> I mean, we did it in front of him, so he'd know, but... Holy shit. Vividly, he could recite all of them to me. But that's just such fucking nonsense. You wouldn't bring a kid from second grade to sixth grade, and Vic Henley's not smart. He's not a smart guy. I'm so like, listen, he's dead, so whatever, I guess. Yeah, you're going to be in sixth grade. Okay. All right. Let's figure out how smart this guy is. Explain this to me, Vinny, because I can't make any sense of this. We actually had a, a gig scheduled or multiple gigs this past weekend. <laughs> he like, he told me that he liked to uh, uh, book gigs on tax weekend because that was his <laughs> fuck you to the government. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Vic. What does that have to do with fuck you to the government? He probably didn't pay taxes on shows. He probably is one of those comics who would book shit himself yeah. and just be like, that, I'll take cash under the table, no problem. What, that's not what they said. Right. That's not know. what he said. But that's what I thought of. He meant. said he books gigs uh-huh. on April 15th as a fuck you to the government. Uh-huh. Like, working is the opposite of fuck you to the government. Not right. working is a fuck you to the government. Right. Working means tax money is being generated. Unless you're just not it. paying the tax money on it. Even if he's not paying... There's a club of dumb people going to see Vic Henley, sure, and they sure, have to pay taxes sure, on everything. Sure, it's not going to make you feel better after you have to write that quarterly check or that yearly check to the government, and then you go see Vic. Oh, Does that make you feel good? No, it didn't, that doesn't make any sense. To me. Okay, Opie's talking about podcasting at Gebhards, and I thought this was interesting. You know, with Gebhards, if we stayed too late, they would start turning on the music, and the people would be coming in. So, in other words. Opie comes in with his stupid Zoom recorder and says, hey, shut everything down. I'm going to do a podcast. And then after an hour or two, they're like, all right, Opie, we're, we're going to turn on the music again and let people enjoy themselves. Like, sorry, we can't just shut everything down because you want a fucking podcast. Yeah, there's a bar full of customers yeah, here. Right. Those, those people who are in your way right now, there are customers. Finish your beer, finish your IPA and leave. Yes. Uh, question. Yeah. You went to Gebhardt's, right? I did. You did? Yeah. What was the environment like in that place? I mean, is it like a bar bar? It is. It's a, uh, they have a the bar bar that's more bar than it is tables for eating. Uh-huh. And then there's a little room in the front where you can actually be on the street. Right. And you're in an enclosed space, so you can actually drink at a table and you're kind of on the street where people are walking right. by. Where does he podcast from in that scenario like where's his spot i'm he's, sure you asked he's definitely been in the front uh-huh because i've heard him like talking on the street and, and back then carl, him and carl ruiz but whoa look at that chick whoa look at that chick okay great great podcast guys. opie i want you to remember <laughs> i will be gone one day and you can't do this right actually i take back what i said about vic not being smart it turns out he was smart henley not the voicemail girl not the voicemail girl okay she works at panera i doubt it dub dub but Vic Headley was smart because he said this. And it's funny. I would have even more recordings of all of us, but there were times Vic would look at me and go, turn that thing off. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be like, because right. I got a programming mind. I'm like, oh, this is so good. We could do another hour or two. But, you know, he was right. Sure. Turn that damn thing off and let's just hang out. We did it. Let's, let's just out. enjoy well, it. it was- so do you hear that mentality? 
Opie talks to his friends for an hour, calls it a podcast, and then goes, let's just keep it going. And Vic goes, no, can we, can we stop pretending that we're podcasting? Can you just hang out? What the fuck are we doing here? And Opie thinks that, well, let's do another hour. We can get another hour in. If I leave this thing recording, we just continue to drink and say nothing and laugh about nothing. And this is really interesting because... It says so much about his psyche, doesn't it? It does. It does. That's the way he thinks. When you, like, when I got to get another hour you read in. into it. I got to get another hour in. I almost want to take it a step further and think about it. It's like the best times in his life is when he was doing a show. Yeah. And I imagine that the rest of his life is just really not good. He doesn't know how to be a person. Right. Exactly right. Correct. So, like, he only feels like he could be friends with people while they're on the air, which is the saddest Correct. part of all of it because no one wants to be on the air with you except for this Judd kid. And good luck with that. He even said at the beginning of the show, I don't have the clip, but Judd's like, how are you doing through all of this? And Opie says, you know, I'm able to turn it on for the show and get my energy up, but really I, I'm a mess over all of this yeah it's like that's who opie is opie's this character when he's doing a show and when he's not he can't be that character mm -hmm. which is why he's doing youtube live every single day now well, i want to make YouTube him feel live. better where could i buy a vic is dead t-shirt <laughs> i think you how can, can i make opie feel better who are these there's a link to our merchandise i'll have the vic is dead up before the end of the day you really should have a vic is dead <laughs> I should. it's really funny i think i'm gonna do that yes i love it vic is dead oh boy uh, I'll share all the proceeds. Put one of those little stupid cookies on it. One of those stupid Panera Frosting cookies on it. Vic is dead. That'd be great. <laughs> Wait, which Vic are we talking about here? The one who deserves death. Fair enough. I think I'm going to share the proceeds of my Vic is dead t-shirt. Because it would be wrong for me to just accept all the profit for With that. me for coming up with it? No, with Kai and Doug. Because ah! they are my co-hosts at the Peapod. Guys, you got to download the Peapod. It's money. Yes, it's making money. You got to... Please, just... If you could figure out a way to just download every episode over and over and over again, we need to get rich off this shit. Actually, Kaya said that he was going to donate his third towards vaccine research. <laughs> I'm keeping the money, but Taya is willing to actually donate Which vaccine? That to a good <laughs> I don't know. Whatever he's got. It's this one that gives people cancer. <laughs> oh, do you mean all vaccines? Yeah. Oh, all right. That's my Kaya. This, that was pretty good. That was pretty good, Kaya. I don't know Carl. He's in the uh, he's in the Discord right now. I love now. Kaya. I know. He's That's why best. I imitate him. So Opie explains that he just wanted to have the Zoom recorder on all the time and just recording. And he didn't actually know when he was doing a show and not doing a show. Just as natural as if the, oh, yeah. the, the audio was on or not. The line was always blurred because, um, <laughs> like I said, I've been doing this a long time, but... Um, it was so, so just easy and natural with those guys. The line was blurred because you were never doing a show. The line was blurred because you blurred it. Because you were never doing a show. Your version of a podcast is not a podcast. Putting a Zoom recorder down on the bar and talking to your friends is not a podcast. You lucked out the Carl Ruiz is semi-interesting. But you are not. Vic is not. Sherrod Small is not interesting. This show is not interesting in any way. I make it interesting when it's not interesting. Correct. And listen to how dumb Opie is. He's telling, they, they go off on this whole thing about his aquarium that he has. He had to go back into New York City to get his aquarium, bring that back to Long Island where he's staying now. And he talks about this fish that had babies and he thinks that fish are people. And then the fucking savage uh, Molly mother just starts eating her, her own kids, basically. 
Hey man, Hakuna Matata, motherfucker! Oh my God, they this thing—that's how it works. But how how are you? How do you go through life and you get pregnant as a, a stupid fucking fish, and you know you're carrying something in your belly, whatever knowledge they got, and then you give birth to a hundred baby fish, and then your first thought is, I got to eat all of them. <laughs> You answered your own question, asshole. It's a stupid fucking fish. Yeah. Opie. You know how much a molly costs? If you go to the pet store to buy a molly, they're like $2. Yeah. Opie's okay, they're not, understanding. they're not like even a good fish, you stupid asshole. He goes, you know you're pregnant. You know you're pregnant with baby fish. Like, why do you think that? Why would you think you're, you're putting human intelligence and emotion into a fish? Correct. That's not, it's not a human. You fucking moron. But he does have some hot takes. This is his hot take on Carol Baskin. And Carol Baskin. <laughs> and I want to point out, this is a new episode. Who would be still talking about Carol Baskin? <laughs> I would never be a part of any show that's so lame. And Carol Baskin killed her husband. Fed, oh, that, yeah. fed him to the Tigers. I have no doubt in my mind. It's a hot take, Opie. Good job, buddy. Let's talk about the fact that Opie's going to teach us something. And here's the other thing I'm going to teach you. That sounds like a wheezism. I thought the same thing. Thank you. When I heard that, I was like, that's something Weez would say. And here's the other thing I'm going to teach you. I love to tell you, bro. Here's the other thing I'm going to teach you right now. If you leave before they bring the check. (laughs) (laughs) It magically disappears. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Weez. We love you, buddy. So it's interesting to know that Vic Henley was an insecure hack. Which is good. Maybe he was smart. Because... He would say this to Opie. He would always be, after a radio show or a podcast, that was good, right, buddy? That was good, right? I'm like, oh, God, Vic, of course it was good. It was, you know, it was, it was effortless, always with him. I agree that it was effortless. <laughs> that, that part I agree with. I think Vic Hadley was always effortless. I don't think that makes Vic, I think that actually makes Vic a better person. Going, Are you sure this is all right? But like Vic was actually yes. trying to like get him to improve his show. Correct. And that makes me happy because... The fact that he was that bad on podcasts and always had to ask, was that good? I've never had a single co-host ask me that after we've done a show down here. Because none of us care. Because we all know it's not good. It's fine. We're moving on from it. But that's uh, some serious insecurity right there. Um, Hey, I got a quick question for you. Are you a boner guy? All right. I've had only one comic ask me that. And he asked me that like 75 times in a weekend. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> Somebody, I think it was in our subreddit, said that we should go back and revisit My Wife Hates Me. Why would you do that? See what's going on. Why with would you those, bring him up right now? See what's going on. Why would you bring that guy up right now? Why would you bring him up? Obviously, that's not who I'm talking about. No, it could, could have been Bonnie. There's a lot of people on that show. It was the daughter. It could have been the daughter. <laughs> it was the daughter. All right, so Crozier and I, on a bonus episode, broke down Vic Henley's stand-up special, Hell is Real. And his crowd work is atrocious. Well, if anyone would know, Vic Henley would know now, doesn't he? That's true. That's a good point. For doing (laughs) podcasts with Opie, I sent it to you to... So this is... Hell is Real! This is uh, Judd talking about crowd work that Vic did and fawning over it. And you're a comedian, so I wanted... you to hear this and tell me what your take is on it. Okay. There was a table in the front and it was 
20-something people at the table, 25 people. I mean, it was a long table that went straight from the stage out, you know. The rest of the room was And it was all black folks, like, in their 20s and 30s. And there was one white dude at the end. Yeah. Right? Who was with, like, a, a chick who was black or whatever. So he said, on the end, it was all black folks from, you know, the whole table like that. And Vic noticed it. Right. And he goes, oh, he goes, oh, hello, black people. Like that, you know, and they, <laughs> right. right. And then they, and then he sees that white dude. He goes, oh, white guy on the end. And then the, you know, people kind of, whatever. And he goes, I'm going to call this table reparations. <laughs> it was beautiful, yeah. dude. I mean, it was just perfect. I mean, but he had, you know. Can you explain that to me, Vinny? Why nope. is that funny? Nope. Can't explain it. See, the joke would be, oh, that must be the coach. Or, oh, that's the boss. Hey, coach. This is a good one. Right. Uh, Reparations. I, I don't get what that means. What does that have to do with a white person hanging out with black people? Right. It, it, it makes not a lot of sense, but the word reparations is just what he thought was the punchline. So the word. Yeah. Got to laugh. Because... Right. Right. Because there's tension with black sure. and white and here's sure. this white redneck and addressing black people. I mean, better than what, what Michael think. Richards did, but not great. Yeah. I'm just going to say that this kid's recollection of the situation might be a little hazy <laughs> as to how huge it went over with the room. That's it may have funny. gotten a chuckle. That's funny. Oh, okay. Although, I don't do know. the Caesar leaves bit. <laughs> I don't know if he's sweetening it or not. Oh my God. That was so funny. You sent me a, a pic of your Sirius XM radio. Car. You're in your car listening to whatever the stand up. Raw dog. Raw dog. Yep. And fucking Caesar leaves comes on. <laughs> oh man. It's they, the worst bit. They played that album. Over and over again for like a week. Really? On Sirius XM. A lot. That album was getting a shocking amount of airplay. Wow. Every time I felt like I got in my car, I was hearing Vic Henley. And then he was dead. And I was like, wow, this guy finally got, <laughs> yeah, got some like notoriety. publicity, some notoriety. Yep. They really played his shit. Yep. I was impressed like that he got so much press. I haven't listened to Raw Dog in Since years. Since Ron left. Yeah. Since Bennington left. Right, right. I haven't listened to it in years. And I just realized why. I just realized why. Fucking Vic Headley's in regular rotation on there. A lot of the serious I mean, Sherrod Smalls is in there oh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah well, all I mean, those guys got those in. Those guys have connections over there. So, yeah. All right, this is the last thing I want to play from OB. Won't play my shit. Fuck you guys. Come on, guys. Play Vinny Paulino. Yeah. I'll, I'll put in a good word for you. I'll okay. be like, you guys got to play Vinny Paulino. <laughs> you knew I was going to go. All right. This is the best part about this show because it's something that I've already said on WATP. Uh, so me and some of my friends on the internet have decided that you are responsible for Vic's death. What? Um, yeah, <laughs> since you uh, you didn't bring him out to your house on the beach. Are you crazy? So I actually predicted that Vic was going to die right before he died because Opie said he wasn't going to let him come out of New York City and stay with him on Long Island. And thankfully, Judd brought it up to him like, you killed Vic. And we all know it. Yes. And Sherrod Small should be very afraid right now. So who else is even on the shortlist for that? E-Rock? No, E-Rock hates him. <laughs> yeah, like, no, Sherrod's the only other guy who does that show. Yeah. So, Sherrod is next. Actually, Judd, I'd be worried about your self-fulfilling prophecy there, asshole. Yeah, no shit. You're lining up, kid. <laughs> That's all I have for uh, our friend Opie this week. What do you think? You want to talk about Patrick Michael? 
Yes! I do, too. So much. I do, too. Let's... I came here to talk about Patrick Michael. Let's get into that, then. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me... Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me... Because that's absurd. Podcast Hitman just put a hilarious image that the Bills just drafted Patrick Michael in uh, round six of the NFL draft. That's fucking amazing. What do we got here? Dolphins traded for Matt Bryda from oh, San Francisco. Oh, there you go. Another fucking running back who will fall into obscurity in, in Miami. How many running backs do you want to ruin their careers with your fucking Miami <laughs> Dolphins? Thurman Thomas was my favorite. That's what you were all excited about over there? I was happy because they needed a running back bad. I was, was he even the featured running back on the 49ers? He was like the third guy on the Niners, wasn't he? He had like seven, 800 yards. All right. I don't know. I don't want to get into football talk with Vinny right now. I don't want to talk to you either. I want to talk about Patrick Michael. Do it! Because Patrick Michael talks about us now. Ooh. And this is very exciting. The creep off? This is... No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is... And I got to give credit to my buddy Pro in the Discord He's been posting every clip I'm going to play here. He posted it. So he's the one who's scouring all these shows and finding this for us. Yes. Doing the Lord's work. God bless you, sir. This clip is amazing. He thinks that if we had met Patrick Michael and me, that I would like him, that we would be friends. What's going to happen? What's going to happen if I talk shit about Brendan Shaw, Burt Kreischer, Joe Rogan, Chris D'Elia, Red Bar? Revenge of the Sis, fucking Who Are These Podcasts? What's going to happen? What is going to happen? Nothing. But chances are, here's what I know. Here's what I know for sure. Out of everybody that I just named, they'd love me in person. They would love me. 100%. I'm an interesting person. And I've never not had that same feeling in any other situation in life. I know you're going to like me. So Carl and whoever his partner is or I, and honestly, I'm grateful that I was ever even on their fucking radar. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how they found my shitty little podcast, but I guess, you know, more power to them for having done so. They got a lot more out of it than I did. And it's kind of annoying. I should be capitalizing on it, but I don't know how. Okay. (laughs) Maybe that's the difference between me and, uh, WATP. Maybe. You know, I want to say, Carl would like you the same way Jane Goodall liked looking at the apes from a distance. Well, come on. You're being very rude. I want to say say this. I do like you, Patrick Michael. I do like you. I love what you do. I hope you continue to podcast for years to come because... I can't talk about Jerry Banfield forever. <laughs> that guy's great, but I can't talk about it forever. I want to talk about Patrick Michael, and I want to know what you're putting out. So, yes, I, I do like you, and if we ever met, I think that um, it would be a lot of fun. We should podcast together sometime. I think you should, too. <laughs> you're giving me a weird look. I have a fun idea for the Wheel of Consequences. You an idea? <laughs> I have an idea for the Wheel of Consequences. All right. All right. Loser has to podcast with Patrick Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that Patrick Michael would want to do that. I bet you'd do it. Do you think he would podcast with you? You're a nobody. Why would he want to do that? I'm a real nobody. <laughs> I'm a real nobody. All right. Opie doesn't even invite me to his beach house. <laughs> All right. So 
that got us off track a little bit. It was very exciting. Yeah, that's that a on weird fucking now. thing to say. That's such a narcissistic angle. They yeah. knew me. They loved me. Of course they would. Oh, my friends like me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Carly likes me. <laughs> yeah, I know. That is a weird All those thing. people from social services seem interested in me. <laughs> they come over all the time. I can't get them to stop coming over. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I broke Carl. I love it. That's fucking funny. All right. Let's talk about some of the other people that are on his radar now that he's talking about. Our buddy Matt Lewinsky. The podcast hitman. Yeah, I don't like him. We had him. You don't like Matt? I got no problem with him. <laughs> I was going to say what he is. So uh, we, we had him on the show last week, and he's now on Patrick Michael's radar. So sometimes you get fucking idiots and fake people that like to come in and run their mouth, but truth is they're living a sad existence, and they need validation from you. So much like blocking them, many of these fucking losers, this Matt Lewitsky, whatever the fuck is chomo looking self is whatever his name is this dude talking shit he's looking for validation from a podcast that doesn't even talk about him but talks about me (laughs) so the truth is the truth is okay you're just mad that i'm relevant that's interesting that's really interesting i'd like to know what a chomo is i looked it up what is it It, in jail if you're in there for child molestation Mm -hmm. they're called a chomo Oh, child molester. Yeah. He's uh, child homo. What, what do you call people who are arrested for child neglect? I, <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Michael. <laughs> you call him Seamus McKillian. Um, I love that he called Matt Lewinsky a chomo looking motherfucker. That's one of the funnier things he's ever said. Yeah, good job. That's I, I think I like this kid if I met him. I think I would like this kid if I met him. Sure. I'm looking forward to it. So just so you know. Because we make fun of his stand-up and stuff. He's not getting paid for his stand-up. Huh. Okay? He's getting paid for his podcasting. I'm not getting paid to do stand-up comedy. I'm getting paid to do podcasts. Whether you think I'm funny or not in the podcast doesn't matter. It does not matter because I got paid anyways, homies. So he's getting really excited about all these downloads he's getting on Anchor.fm. He even says he doesn't care if you hate listen. Okay, so are we getting to the this math? podcast or any other podcast that I do, just know... I got paid. Okay. So he's very excited about this. No matter what the reason is that you're listening to his show, he's getting paid. He's like, joke's on you, asshole. I got paid. Carl has such a twinkle in his eye right now. All right. He only does Anchor.fm reads. Right. On his show. I've listened to it before. I have a show on Anchor.fm now. Peapod. It's called Peapod. And we do Anchor.fm reads. It's a $15 CPM. Are you familiar with this concept? No. Many. So CPM means cost per 1,000 downloads. Right. So for every 1,000 downloads he gets, he gets $15. So when you download one of his shows, that means he gets 0.15 pennies. 0.15 pennies for a download. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mentioned to you that we've had over 1,200 downloads. Uh Uh-huh. And we made like eight bucks. Uh-huh, Because uh-huh. I kind of fucked up. I didn't have advertising on there correctly, so some of the downloads didn't turn into money. But regardless, don't do the math. It doesn't, it's not going to work out. Right. <clears throat> My point is this, Vinny. 0.5. Peapod gets way more downloads than all of his shows combined. And I made $8 in a week. Then I have to split up. I mean, I made like two fifty, but you get the point. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is what he's talking, this is what he's all braggadocious about. Well, and all excited about it. He's like, ha, joke's on you, assholes. When you download my show, I make... 
14 cents last week. Hmm. <laughs> Listen, I have to wonder what this trailer looks like. I am fascinated to find out this kid's background. I want to interview him. Oh, yeah. Seamus Michael, if you guys, I just want Seamus, Michael Patrick, whatever you go by. Patrick Michael. But Patrick yeah. Michael. I don't Todd. give a shit. Todd. Yeah. I just want to spend some time talking to you about your background. That's all I want to do. I just want to know, like, what happened to him. Like, which eight-mile trailer park did he come from where 14 cents is a big deal and enough to brag about? There's a lot of crazy here. Vinny, there's a lot of people who want to talk to him, and he's not up for these interviews. He did Delvin Cox, which was great. Okay. But he's not really putting himself out there. I mean, I could try to hook you guys up. You can have him on... Your other show? Oh, I'd the, love to have him on the, the Carlson, Carlson cast. cast. Oh, yes, he'd be a great guest. That'd be he does awesome. stand up. That, yeah, that's true. It, Ladies it and gentlemen, out. you've seen him on Kill Tony. <laughs> yes, perfect. Yes. All right, let's just play some more clips here. He makes me sad. There, uh, This is him making fun of us again. There's a lot of podcasts out there that talk shit about other podcasts and pretend that they're reviewing. Hey, we review other podcasts. We check out other podcasts and tell you guys whether or not to listen. Like, that's not an original thought. That's not an original idea. No, it's not. Nope. I ripped it off from Opie and Anthony. Correct. It was called Jocktober. Yes. And it's not original at all. Yes. You are the Frank- Jocktober's Frankenstein monster yes. that came back to kill them. Correct. So when he tries to make fun of me for not having an original thought, I know that. I've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Talked about it quite a bit. But it's still a pretty good concept, though, don't you think? Making sure. fun of podcasts sure. for sucking? If nobody else is doing it. I think it works. All right, this is this is just a funny clip. I mean, did anybody ever go and watch Ebert and Robert? Ebert and Robert? Whatever those fucking movie critics were that were on TV, the guy who ended up getting throat cancer or whatever and his jaw was gone. It's no different. The people that are on the internet that are critiquing this shit are no different than those guys. But are people? did people go and watch their show as they critique movies? Before they watch the movie? Yes! yes! That was the whole point! Should I go see this new movie and the critics tell you whether it's good or not? Why would I watch a review of a movie after I've seen it? You already have an opinion at that point. moron. He goes, well, what do you think people are actually wanting to find out if something's good or not? I love yeah, to go there's to the, the thing movies. Consumer Reports. I like to go to the movie, go see it, then watch the trailer. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> moron. Fucking idiot. He doesn't understand. It's funny because he had Chewed Gum, which was a movie review podcast. He doesn't understand why people would want to listen to a review. Because he would say, I'm going to give out spoilers, so you should go see this movie and then listen to the show. By the time I'm done watching this movie, I don't need to know whether you liked it or not. Right. I don't care. Don't listen to my opinion about this movie. <laughs> wow. Right. He's so, something. He doesn't get how reviews work, but we don't get comedy. So like I said, fuck the bullshit and prove that you're funnier, dude. Just prove it. Show me that you even understand comedy. Show me that you get it. Because you might sit around and say, yeah, Chris D'Elia's recent special, No Pain, was a bunch of bullshit and it sucked. You don't get comedy then. You don't understand comedy. Because it was funny. I haven't seen Chris D'Elia's new special, nor will I ever. Right. I'm just assuming it's terrible because Chris is not a funny person. I, I know people who are very close with Chris D'Elia. They love him. Yeah. Everything I hear is he's the greatest guy in the world. I'm sure he's a sweetheart. That's all I'm going to say. His Thank podcast you, is garbage. Thank you, goodnight. I've never seen a funny stand-up joke from Thank him. Thank you, goodnight. But apparently 
Seamus understands comedy because he liked Chris D'Elia's special. And if you don't, then you don't understand comedy. That makes sense, right? Well, I mean, it's such a stupid statement that if you don't like one particular comedian, you don't understand comedy. Do you think that's a stupid statement? Yes, I do. You think that's ignorant? Ignorant and foolhardy, yes. You know what? I don't really care for uh, Pink Floyd's early work. Well, then you don't understand music. You right. don't even understfucking stand music then. Like you're, you don't. Music is, doesn't equate to you. You can't. You can't even talk about music. Like, you know. That's how that works. I was listening to the White Album and I really didn't like Wild Honey Pie. So I guess <laughs> I just hate the Beatles. What are you, yeah, what are you fucking moron? Yeah. You don't understand? So stupid. Yeah. I don't get it. This is him making fun of podcast hitman again. If you saw one of these comedians making a painting and you're a painter, fine. I accept your critique, sir. But you're a fucking Cheeto dust covered fat fuck online talking shit. I assume he's talking about podcast hitman because that's not me. Can't be me. So as someone who makes the majority of his living telling jokes yeah. uh, and listening to your show, mm-hmm. uh, Seamus, just stop, buddy. Stop talking shit like this. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Stop talking shit. This is bro. hilarious. Check this out. These fuckers that are leaving comments online don't have any reference points to say... George Carlin, Chris D'Elia's no George Carlin because you don't know George Carlin. You don't know him. You don't know his material because you don't study the art form, okay? This guy is studying George Carlin's material. That's why he's as funny as he is. I mean, the proof's in the pudding. First off, nothing against George Carlin. His material is was great for a time. It's different. You can't... Oh, I, I love George hate Carlin. this kid. I do too. I just hate this kid's fucking everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, so this is great. Like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, what does George Carlin have to do with anything? What he does was like do a comic anything? who was really great and almost stylized for a time. He read a comment online that someone said, Chris is no George Carlin, and then he lost his mind and said, <laughs> I, I like them both. And how could you, how dare you? This is the best, though. And I have to give full credit to Pro in the Discord again. Because he's the one who pointed this out. Seamus catches himself accidentally admitting he doesn't know why people like his comedy. So listen to this. Because he catches himself and, and changes course. But listen. So that's where I find myself in a conundrum. Because I can't figure out... For a, for a young comedian, for somebody who wants to do comedy, you need these answers. You need to know, what the fuck is good comedy? What do people like? What, what, what can bring in the best fan base? What, what, I don't know. So this is where his head's at. He studies comedy. He understands why Chris is funny and George Carlin's funny. You don't. He also writes comedy and performs it. Nobody likes it. How does that make sense? There's a cognitive dissonance going on because he's going, I know everything about comedy and I write great comedy and nobody likes it. So as am I the only smart person in the world? Am I the only one who gets comedy? Well, What's going on? You know, the thing about his stand-up, like, I listened to that episode you guys did where you were playing his Kill Tony stuff. Yeah. Like, he makes connections that are just so out there that nobody in the audience is ever going to follow from one piece to the other. Yeah. And it's the same thing with his with his line of thinking. Like you said, there's something cognitively <laughs> wrong with this yes. kid where things just this is connect not for him and yeah. don't connect for the rest of the world. Yeah, this guy goes, you ever uh, have a grandfather who slept standing up? And that's like a joke to him. He thinks that's a, a funny, witty why thing would to he say. St- why would he do that? Yeah, like you sleep in a bed laying down, of course. Like, why would you sleep standing up? And then he goes, what? why aren't people laughing at that? That's a hilarious joke. I love this guy. <sighs> I have good news for you. He's a special kind of goofy, that kid. I love that he's getting angry and talking shit now. Because he used to be a lot more passive about all of this. 
And now he's fired up. I've had many rant podcasts where I just talk a lot of shit about whoever, whatever. Like, I have an entire podcast where I trash the state of Arkansas. Mm. <laughs> it is on Patreon, though, so get on over there, folks, if you want to get that kind of entertainment. Uh, yeah, that's where that's where the real dark stuff's going to be going. It's going to be going on Patreon. You want some real dark stuff, some fucking no-holds-barred type shit from this guy? It's coming. Whoa, that's exciting. I want to hear some of this dark shit that's going to start happening. How much is his Patreon? Guess how many patrons he has on Patreon. Let's start Zero. There. He has zero. If you go to Podculture, there are zero people there. And this, this page has been up for some time. He links to it quite a bit. He has a couple other Patreons, too. He might have one subscriber that's probably himself. Carly. Or Carly. Yeah. He probably takes all that Anchor.fm money and then puts it on his own Patreon. You gotta double down. <laughs> yeah. Double it down. He's making money everywhere in this podcast. We call him old double down right there. How cheap is it to live in Indiana that he thinks that his Anchor.fm money means he's a professional podcaster? Well, when you do nothing else, <laughs> it's like... And you, you, that's the only income you're getting, I, apart yeah. from the checks for the kids. If he really is going after people and blasting them on this podcast he's doing on Patreon, I'll sign up for it. It's not like you don't have the extra Patreon bucks floating around. Why don't you invest in some fresh content, <laughs> asshole? Right? I might as well. Yeah. All right. I want to hear his Arkansas cast. I do, too. Oh, I God, want to hear yeah. him just ripping on Arkansas. Arkansas. Your grandfather's takes. all sleep standing up. <laughs> and your grandmother's sleep outside. Does it even, Why would you sleep outside? Why would she sleep out there? Does it even rain in Arkansas? In Indiana, we have rain. Do you guys even know what that is? Huh. Arkansas cows, am I right? <laughs> They're the worst cows. Oh, boy. Yes, Jody B. You can definitely guess with me when we talk about Arkansas. All right. Uh, apparently. The fuck is Jody B now? Apparently, the fan base is opening up for Patrick Michael. Now we got a lot of non-binary people listening to this podcast, which is really strange. I don't know how that happened. Maybe it's because I talked about uh, <laughs> RuPaul in the last episode. But like I said, even then, who gives a shit? I might have some female comedians that listen to this podcast and be like, Hey, we're funny. No, you're not. Oh! It. Oh! I don't know why he thinks he has non-binary listeners. Yeah, but you know, broken clock. It's funny, though, that he says, we have non-binary listeners, which is weird. I was thinking, what's weird? That people are non-binary? <laughs> what's the weird part of that? That anyone is listening <laughs> is the weird part. Okay, I mean, that's the other thing that the we listeners can Listeners is the weird part. That's the other thing that uh, we can think about. Well, I did talk about RuPaul. That's not how that works at all. No, not even. <laughs> no one's telling their friends. You gotta listen to this guy. He's not it's the RuPaul crazy disconnect. Yes. It's the crazy disconnect. He's so stupid. And then it immediately goes into we're talking about non-binary people who don't identify as a gender. And yeah. say, by the way, women comics aren't funny. And women, yeah, right. And RuPaul is a drag queen. He's not non-binary. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Who cares? Let's talk about how he started podcasts. No, let's talk about pronouns because you need a lesson. <laughs> I sir. do. I do no, need a lesson. Ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's talk about how he started podcasting and what his expectations are. When I first started doing this, I had no intentions of really having any fans. Didn't think that was even a thing or a possibility. It was simply me and my friends sitting around before band practice talking shit. Sitting around before what? <laughs> <laughs> I think that that was a shout out to me. Uh, it had to be, right? No. Not everything's about you. Sometimes Everything's about me. I'm the opie of this show. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right. I got one more clip on here. And 
if you know anything about Patrick Michael, you know that he's not a fan of social media. And the reason why he's not a fan of social media is because he has no friends. And no one likes it when he puts because out. Because it involves being social. <laughs> well, it involves putting out interesting material that people might connect with and be interested in. So he explains that even the podcasts where he doesn't promote them on social media are doing very well. Put it this way. I've started brand new podcasts without any social media or promotion, and they have plenty of plays. Because social media doesn't really fucking matter. It doesn't matter at all. So instead of me making 17 fucking accounts for the podcast, I have one that I post the podcast that I'm happiest with. Yeah, some of the shit's dull. Some of the shit's boring. I know that. I accept that. But that doesn't deny the listeners. That doesn't deny plays. They still come back. I just want to know what are big numbers in this guy's mind. Because he's talked about how he's had 100 downloads. And I looked and I had a hundred downloads. Yeah. In your face. (laughs) (laughs) Not not for nothing, Patrick Michael, I'm not trying to big time you, but I took a pee into my toilet yesterday and it has a hundred (laughs) downloads. I swear to God. It's just not that big of a deal. You know how despondent I would be if I put the time into a podcast and I only got a hundred downloads of it? I know. I I would be so angry. Stop doing that. Yes. I'm just like, yeah, I quit. It's a waste of my time. I'm done. Um, I didn't pull this clip, and I never do this many. The last thing I'm going to do is go, wow! Yeah. Did you ever see the movie My Blue Heaven? Yeah. It's like the kid at the register. The guy pays with a $100 bill, and he holds <laughs> up. He's like, awesome! <laughs> Fucking Seamus. Oh. All right, what do, what do you never do? I, good, never, good podcast? I never do this. But someone posted a clip of Stuttering John talking about me. Oh, maybe it was on Twitter. Maybe it's not on Reddit. What do you have to say about our hot cook Carla? I do like his merchandise. Yeah. Did you see John's t-shirts? Yes, I did. <laughs> and didn't we agree to put that on the wheel of consequences for the creep off? Loser has to, to buy all of his shirts. We have to purchase them. All of them. Every one of great. them. Oh, here it is. Let's check this out. And you know what? I'm going to mention this chick, Carla. And he actually could find something negative. And this is... Come here, you fucking asshole. And that's a serious one, you prick. He could actually fucking find a fault with me saying to people, if you're a fan of Stuttering John and the Stuttering John podcast, and you want me, and you're suffering from COVID-19, and you want me to do an uplifting, funny video for you, a loved one, just tweet me at Stuttering John M., and I, and I will do them. I have done many so far. And it's not about me. I'm doing it because people are quarantined. They're ill. They're on a ventilator. <laughs> They're on a ventilator. They need something. They're like, can you put a bigger to, video? You know, to laugh me. at somebody who they were a fan of, who they are a fan of. You know, they want something. And Just then Carla hold the phone their decides face. to fucking start trashing me about that. It's like those two bald fat fucks. It's like, what what the fuck is so wrong about trying to do something nice for people? You tell me while I take a sip of my Gatorade. I never said anything about this. That's the funny part. But I never I've never even addressed that he put this out there. Right. I've never said anything. He wants so bad for us to like continue this feud that we have going. 
but he's doing it wrong. Here, let's do this. Let's he's do this. doing it wrong. I commend you, John. I would like to personally commend you for doing such a positive thing. Yes. Really, you know. You are saving lives with your hilarious cameo videos to people on ventilators. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you do for the people who are fighting on the front lines. Yes, right. I think that nurses after a 14-hour shift just want to come home and check out the Stuttering John podcast. Absolutely. I think we all know that. You know, I feel like if you just were to send the nurses a positive message, it would help them ah. get through that busy, busy day. Yes. That's all they need is Stuttering John. Yeah. Got to go on a hike today. But I don't understand that mentality. I'm not out there. I'm just trying to do nice things for people yeah. and i get these fucking haters i don't give a fuck you want to be a fucking hater be a fucking hater okay but don't fucking hate on people who are trying to make the world a better place and i love i love that he always says i don't care about haters it's all he cares about it's Listen, the only thing he cares about is no haters. hate here john no hate your kids won't even facetime you but we commend you yes. for doing these <laughs> this is good it's fucking amazing good stuff john all right i'm glad i went back and wow that. very very good um vinnie paulino the mentally ill hour is what the show should be called vinnie i yeah. Need us to get to a place in this show that everyone gets excited about. It's everyone's favorite part of the show. Is it time for a teaser? It's time for the teaser. This is the part of the show, I should say, with endless possibilities. There's so many things that could happen. Right. It might be the show that you sent in and suggested that we review. And you might hear this right now and say, yes, next week they'll finally make fun of these fucktards that I've been wanting them to goof on for all of these years. Or maybe they don't. <laughs> or maybe they don't. It's like wow. six o'clock. Uh, where, what time zone are you guys in? Because it's, it's bedtime. It's, uh, it's happy hours. Oh, mm. oh, not that bad. Right in the middle. some chicken wings. Yeah. Ooh. Do you have a preferred chicken wing place? I like some sweet potato fries. Well, this is a podcast that is called Simple Blasphemy Podcast. This is a suggestion that came in from our friend Jody B, who had his fingers crossed. And you are correct. We have Simple Blasphemy, a show that uh, I don't know a lot about. But I'm excited about this. It sounds dynamic. It's going to be a train wreck. I think that they interview, you know, the guy from Tenacious D, not the guy that everybody knows, but Kyle Gas. Kyle Gas, yeah. The Kyle Gas Band is on this episode. Oh, I bet you I could get them. <laughs> I bet you could. Probably for the creep off. <laughs> yes, I'm thinking that's probably true. I don't know that this is a, uh, a band that people are pining to hear from. So, the guy who plays guitar and isn't Jack Black. Correct. His band. The talented one of the two. Sure. Yeah. Sure. For sure. All right, Vinny. I want to thank you so much for coming over. Yeah. Amid COVID-19, having some fun with the crime cat I'm only in for the White Claw, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> You're having a good time with that White Claw. I have a feeling you're going to pick up a 12-pack on the way home. I'd rather die. It's not bad, isn't it? Uh, Vinny, let's talk about comedy at the Carlson cast. Normally, you have comedians coming through town, sit them down on the couch, you have a video cast, you have a podcast, you get to interview them. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's not the case, but you're well, finding a way. 
Well, yeah, a lot of our comedian friends have been doing episodes with us remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, the club's asked me nicely to continue podcasting to create content as much as I would like to sit in my house and pretend the world doesn't fucking exist right now. Uh, we, last <laughs> week we had Brad Williams on. Uh, Florentine did an episode. Jimmy Schubert did an episode with us. Uh, next week, April Macy's joining us, and I'm working on a couple other big ones. Uh, a certain guy by the name of Jay Moore stiffed us. Yeah. He was supposed to do it, and then he just, you know, Jay Moored us. Yeah, that's kind of his MO. It really that's is. That's kind of what he does. It really is. Yeah. One of these days, remind me on a Patreon episode to tell you the story about how Jay Moore made me feel really sad. Oh, yeah. He hurt my feelings. That once. would be great. I'd love that. We'll put it on the Pod Culture Patreon. So Perfect. Everyone could hear it over Perfect. there. Can we get it on the Peapod? That's awesome. Uh, I haven't listened to the Brad Williams show yet. He's great, though. Brad's uh, one of my favorite guests, yeah. and he's one of the nicest guys in the world. Phenomenal. So check out Comedy at the Carlson cast. And please, join us again next week, because it might be the podcast where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? It's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Sleep well, everybody. See ya. The Mosh Pits of Morning Radio. That's why today will not okay. be a great show. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? This dude is fucking corny. Fucking things suck. Bullshit. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. The Vic that is still alive. Uh, somehow, you know, I haven't really been quarantining. Really? I hope you fall into a vat of soup in that Panera. <laughs> well, they're like frozen and then we put them in like a, a hot bath. So like I could just skip the soup and just go in the bath. Please, about time. Oh, boy. All right, cool. Oh, boy, Vic, you are a fan favorite. We are so excited to have you on the show. People can't wait for this part. They just, they fast forward <laughs> to this part of the show. Do you have some new reviews that you could read for WATP? Uh, yeah, I do. I have quite a few, actually. Awesome. More Vic, um, the better. One... That's what I say. <laughs> You're really trying to drag this out, aren't you? <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Um, you haven't been getting a lot of five-star reviews lately. No what? surprise. What do you mean, um... no surprise? Our show's great. <laughs> So this one says, new listener, I've just started listening to this because I saw they were doing a review of uh, The Fighter and the Kid, and I thought it'd be funny to hear some people cut it up. And I was right. That part was funny. They have a hard-on for Howard Stern and some of the whack pack, and that gets annoying. Like I said, I'm new here, so maybe their uh, Howard hard-on is explained in the beginning. I don't have time to look into it. Good job slamming (laughs) Schwab, though. Three stars. That's a weird one. Yeah. That's a that's a Howard fan. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> um, the next one is genuinely awful. The lack of self awareness of these hosts is absolutely insane. One star by Toast 
roasted toasted oats. You know what I have to say to roasted toasted oats? Are you a boner guy? <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but he is. Vic, <laughs> yeah. are um, you on a Zeppelin right now? <laughs> what's, what's going on over there? Are you driving? Um, what? Are you driving somewhere right now? No. I, uh, I'm i trying to make those frosted cookies. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I moved, and I live, like, off a main road now, so go fuck yourself. Under a bridge? Where the fuck did you move to? Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> she's in Holy a tent shit. city. <laughs> oh, she's in that same tent, she's right by the highway where uh, Tony Montana was when he first came to America. Guys, Vic has fallen on tough times. The Patreon checks have dried up. Rivenga! All right, what else you got? Um, the next one is what's with the European robot? Uh, I don't know what's worse, the host needing uh, to screamingly reenact every line from an obscure podcast or the monotone European robot co-host he has on from time to time, <laughs> salt and peppering the wounds. Oh, hey, That's I know. Funny. Let's bring on Doug, who sounds like he owns a model trailer shop to add to his two cents. What uh, you're going to want is these little miniature listening. trees. That's great. Uh, that was actually five stars, so he actually did I could a tell. decent job at it. That was yeah. solid roast. I could, I could solid roast, solid. guy. That was good. Um, the last one is We Get It. I probably listened to 20 episodes to give them a chance because I like the concept. The show isn't good. They elbow each other out of the way to make snarky comments based on audio clips they've pulled yeah. from the Star of the Week's podcast and make angry observations, which makes them sound idiotic uh, because the clips are so out of context. Uh, this combined with the rotating hosts they have going on, uh, honestly, it's unless it's a woman's voice, they all sound the same. Just make me finally say, quote, no more. Uh, one star by Corn Job. <laughs> all right, well, Corn Job, I appreciate you listening to twenty episodes. I mean, you gave it, you gave it a chance. Listen, it's not for everybody. It's not for job. everyone. Go back to shuck and husks, whatever the fuck it is you do. Is that the guy that Joe Biden was talking about? Corn, Corn Job. Corn Job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good stuff, Vic. Um, I work with corn. Yeah, you actually got a review uh, on Reddit from your bonus episode. That's on patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. Oh, yeah? I uh, said, Carl, you've reviewed podcasts for years. You complain about lack of editing. I had to listen to you get <sighs> Skype video to work on my audio podcast and hear Sean get up and take a drink. I had to listen to Dick make awkward noises while you were trying to connect. I paid for this episode. It really wouldn't be an issue, but you would start yelling about this if a podcast you were reviewing did this. Get it together there, Chief. Yeah. Uh, all valid points. I just want to point out that Dick Masterson had all of the video ready to go, sent me the audio, asked me if I wanted to edit it, and then I'd have to edit the video and put the audio on the video, and I was like, fuck it, it's fine. It's a bonus episode, who cares? <laughs> the one that people pay for. The Good one that stuff. people pay for is the Good one that I put stuff. way less effort into. Yeah, that was well. actually a great episode, I have to say, because we listened to the first five chapters of Maddox's book, Fuck Whales. Dick Masterson, Sean the Audio Engineer, and I Listen to that, and we're going to be doing more of that, I think. I think people enjoyed that. going to finish the book? We're going to finish the book, because I, I downloaded the audio version. Remind me to cancel Audible yeah. after this. Right <laughs> I got a free Remind me of that, that blue shoe code again. <laughs> yeah. Lower. So I downloaded the audio book, and I listened to the first five chapters, which was about 37 minutes, and it's five hours long. So there's a lot more to discuss Ugh. with Fuck Whales. 
Hey, remember that guy from Canada who gets drunk at three in the afternoon? Sure. He called back. Carl, it's your favorite drunk fucking Canadian, bud. Woo! The time at six, a little later than usual for me. But definitely hammered. Uh, I was going to call early in the week, but the fucking girlfriend came with me when I went for my fucking dog drunk walk. And we went by the train tracks, and she came with me. I couldn't get her drunk, and Carl wanted to, so... But I'm cleaning the fucking truck out right now because I'm going back to work on Monday. Good. So you probably won't get any more drunk calls from me, but this might be the last one for a while. I'll still call, but might not be fucking hammered. I'm fucking wrecked right now. Holy shit. But, yeah, cleaning the truck out, going back to work. Uh, yeah, uh, cut that out. Uh, never mind. Uh, Vic Henley dying. Oh, my God. That made me <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> Oh, man, you imagine fucking Caesar leaves in heaven. Caesar leaves in heaven. That'll be uh, Opie's new mixtape. Or, or how. Yeah, anyway, it's real. Love you. Bring that stupid fucking Austrian faggot on. <clears throat> Sorry, I didn't mean to say faggot. Oh, I'm from Canada. I might get canceled for the rest of my life. What's he talking about? Uh, mm. Can you censor that again? One more. Cut, cut. All right, buddy. Uh, this one's for you. So keep it high and tight, bud. A for effort. Prediction. Yeah. You will not be getting drunk calls from him, but he will still not be sober. That's true. <laughs> that's all that's, I'm saying. That's a good point. Austrian. <laughs> Kaya is from Turkey and lives in Germany. Right. I didn't think that there was a lot of confusion around this. We've made this very clear. Boomer guy called in. I don't normally don't play his voicemails because everybody hates him so much. I like him. Okay. Well, He's the go. one who always said, I like Vinny. I like Boomer Guy Pat. <laughs> there you go. All right. Here you go. <laughs> hey, Carl. It's Boomer Guy again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You are such a fucking Boomer fuck. I love how you spent this whole episode bragging on this dude's like content and then like doing, doing just typical Carl shit where you're bragging on somebody. You know, oh, yeah, like, why did they leave this in? Why did they leave this in? This is bad content. And then you immediately follow everything up with a really shitty piss break thing that doesn't need to exist. And then um, <laughs> you bring on somebody who has nothing to say at all, has horrible audio, and that's it. Like, I don't know if you guys, if you do this anymore, because, again, like, I stopped listening to your show for quite a while. Uh, sure. like that's my submission for cringe of the week, man. Is your fucking show with this thing again, man? I can't believe this. You you fuck it up again, man. Fucking boomer, <laughs> you boomer fuck. <laughs> Anyways, see ya. All right, see Bye. ya. Uh, so I do want to address that. Matt Lewinsky's audio wasn't great. We cut out almost all of that, but I wanted to leave the guy in because he's done so much for the show over the years. And then um, the uh, the piss break. Bit was great, and it led to an amazing podcast. Anchor.fm slash Peapod. People, if you're not going there right now, what are you doing? I need to get paid. $15 CPM. I'm Nick, have you checked out the Peapod yet? You. Um, no, I haven't even checked out the creep off. I don't have any hope for you at all. <gasps> this is disappointing. Oh, my feelings are so hurt. <laughs> oh, you got me. Oh, you didn't listen to the creep off? Oh, what a shame. By the way, this guy, Jerry Banfield, yeah. that we talked about last week, who's yeah. like $650,000 in debt. Yeah. 
I'm on, I'm randomly on YouTube on my phone and there's a fucking ad. He's still running advertising to the wrong people. You're shitting me. I kid you not. I think I took a screen capture. I'm going to check this out. This is so fucking funny. I love it. What do you watch on YouTube, Carl? Um, mostly feet videos. Okay. Foot fetish videos. Uh, yeah. Check that out. Free coupon to any course. Jerry Banfield. He's fucking paying for ads. What do you watch on YouTube, Vic? Oh, fucking Amberlynn Reed, dude. I've been getting into that shit. She's like 500 pounds and just like eats away her life. And then like she always has this like crazy lesbian drama going on at the same time. Interesting. Is anyone asking yeah. me what I watch on YouTube? What do you watch on YouTube, Eddie? Sovereign Citizen videos. <laughs> okay. They're the fucking best thing in the world. Oh my God. There was a protest in our city yesterday. Did you see that? No, I don't care. There were 10 people at the Liberty Fall. Oh, that'll show us. <laughs> yeah, watch out. <laughs> watch out, Cuomo. 10 people are sitting at the Liberty Fall. Have you ever watched the Sovereign Citizen video? No. I'm going to send you some. You're going to go right down a rabbit hole. I'd the best rather... part is when the cops break their car windows and drag them out while they scream, oh, you're breaking my rights. I know what you're talking about. I actually would rather watch this 500-pound lesbian that Vic is talking about. That sounds fascinating. Yeah, yeah she got some ham hands. Love it. All right. Cool. So anyway, uh, Jerry Banfield is everywhere. Hey, Carl. <clears throat> I was just listening to episode 202 with this uh, Jerry Banfield psycho. Please, please keep looking into this guy. I've gone through probably 12 pages of Google, and this guy has SEO'd his name uh, as much as possible. He's on He's on stuff that I have never heard of, and he has probably no business being on, like, Love sushiart.com, a bunch of Czech websites, uh, Audible Australia, Skillshare, uh, CNNstore.com, uh, Redbubble, iHeartRadio. Like, this guy's everywhere. Uh, I, I don't know how a human being has enough time to do this much shitty content. Anyways, yeah, call me back. Jerry is everywhere. Everywhere. You can't escape Jerry. I love him. Apparently, I was talking about, because Jerry Banfield was, had a video about cryptocurrency uh-huh. and his top 10 cryptocurrencies that you should invest in, all of which are way lower now than they were when he said that you sure. should invest in them. Sure, And I invest in Corona Bucks. You can't say anything about cryptocurrency without someone getting pissed off at you. Hey, Carl. Uh, just call him to say, one, don't ever talk about cryptocurrency on the podcast again because you don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, very triggering to hear. Uh, and I fucking love Seamus now because Bert Kreischer sucks ass. And yeah. I'm pro. I'm on Team Seamus now. Call me back. I agree. I am also on Team Seamus. What did I say about cryptocurrency? Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care either. People get very passionate Fucking, about that subject. You know what now. I'm passionate about? Voicemails suck. I'm passionate about that. Keep All right, going. Let's, let's move it along then. Fine. What's up, Carl? It's Friday night. I'm sitting there, chilling on my couch, ready to watch an isotope concert, ready to rock out with my cock out. I just canceled. Why'd you cancel it, Carl? Is it because you needed more practice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite voicemail right there. We're going to try to reschedule that. Vinny was actually going to produce that for us. Yeah, I was. I was all ready to you go. You were all ready to go. You put a lot of work into that. And my little Isotopes t-shirt. No, you didn't. I know. <laughs> we don't make that size t-shirt. All right. Here is uh, someone talking about the Peapod. 
Okay, so let me get this right. After destroying Opie for peeing on his podcast, you and Kaya are now going to be doing a podcast that's nothing but peeing in a toilet. Yep. After destroying Opie on how disgusting and unnecessary and worthless a fucking cunt douchebag he is uh-huh. for fucking peeing on his podcast, uh-huh. you, Carl, are going to pee for a podcast with nothing but pee. Mm-hmm. Yep. I suppose it's for the goof. Love you. Call me back. Yeah, this guy gets it. It's for the money. <laughs> it's for the money. I'm just I'm just trying to become a millionaire. Is that so wrong? No. All right, last voice. I commend you for your creativity. Last voice, Val. I think Vic's going to do a guest spot on the pee pod. Oh. We're going to okay. try to get her on. On Tinkle Egg. Tuesdays. <laughs> I have a very powerful stream, excuse you. Alright. Well, put your money where your mouth is. Or maybe not mouth. Hey Carl. I've been a regular voicemailer for a, for a little while now and I just gotta let you know, man, that I'm not gonna be able to do it anymore because uh you know, me and my girlfriend we're getting an apartment together. I'm gonna be uh you know, fucking the shit out of her all the time. So <laughs> not gonna be able to call in anymore. Sorry about that, man. So that's a very funny voice. Bye. We'll miss you. Making fun of uh, Matt Lewinsky, the podcast hitman, because he said, I, I can't listen to Seamus for you anymore. Carl, my girlfriend and I are getting very serious. Like, okay. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking Christ. about? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, hey, that was fun. Right? Everyone had a lot of fun today, right? Isn't that what podcasters say? Like, that was a lot of fun. You know, I learned so much. Yeah, it was a great time. We all had a great time. Vic, you were great. Thanks for coming on. I hate this. This is my sincere voice. That was great, guys. Everyone had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, no one likes this part of the show. You guys should all just kill yourselves. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Check out uh, the thecreepoff.com. Vote for your buddy, Carl. You know what I like about that show? What do you like about that show? It's like 30 minutes. It is. I know. This show, You. how long have you had a pee? 45 minutes. I know, we do. Easily. <laughs> We're just like, what's standing? I'm standing here doing the piss dance. <laughs> listening to Vic and voicemails. <laughs> I've been watching you. Wanting... Like, Can we just get through these fucking voicemails? I want to take those two empty Michelob Ultra bottles and just box your ears with them. <laughs> oh, fuck me. All right. Well, we should probably uh, call it a day then, shouldn't we? Bye, kids. Bye, y'all. <laughs> I'm I'm doing dumb cunt things. (laughs) Look at me, dumb cutting everywhere. There I go. I'm just dumb cutting. Okay, that's probably gonna end up on the show somewhere. (laughs) I'm just dumb cutting everything up. (laughs) I'm paraphrasing, but she said something like that. Yeah. Hey Carl, how'd we do? Was that good? Was that good, (laughs) Carl? Was I funny today? Did I make? Do you think that people liked me?